a good writer must also be a good reader. So writers out there, what are you reading these days and uh, what lessons can you apply from it to your own writing? It's Sam with another video for you. I will answer those questions for myself in just a moment. As you can see, um, I'm not in my usual space. Well, as you can see, if you're watching the video and not just listen to the audio, you know, it's the week after Christmas. Um, We've been visiting friends and family, so we're um, traveling and such. And actually, I usually do these live, as you know, on Fridays. And um, I'm pre-recording this one on Thursday because we're going to be on the road tomorrow. That's just the way it is in the time in the holidays. So, yeah, I hope you all had a blessed holiday season. Um, I did too. and um, But I'm still you know, trying to use my time off to catch up on reading and things like that. So let me show you what I've been reading lately. It's this one, The Dragon Reborn. Book three of The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. I'm actually um, not quite done with it. I'm almost done. I'm about, it's, it's a thick book. Um, these are all, you know, six-ish, 100 pages. This is about 650. Um, I'm on about page 500 or 520, 30, 530, I guess. Um, so I've got a little bit left to go. Um, I've been trying to read a book a month or actually a fiction book a month and a non-fiction book, but these are so long that the fiction book usually takes me the whole month, and so I have till the end of the, of the, of the month, till New Year's Eve to finish it, is my goal. And I think I'll get there. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm moving so steadily along, and uh, we have some time in the car um, coming up tomorrow, so um, so yeah, I'll, I think I'll have time to read it. Just, um, it's a big book, and and um, it's you know, one, one of those it's that I can't take lightly anymore. I know some of you have read this whole series multiple times, and some of you can finish this in a weekend or an afternoon. Maybe I could have one day when I was a teenager and had much more free time, but as a working dad, i got to um, take my reading time where I can get it, and it takes me a little longer these days. But I am enjoying the series, and I want to tell you what I think about it and uh, what, I th what I think about this book so far without the ending, because unfortunately I haven't gotten to that part yet. That's the way it goes when, when, you, need to take, when you need to take the entire month to read a book. Um, I did do a review of um, the first two books combined. Um, I, I think it was around when I was reading the first book, or, the, or actually reading the second one, probably about a year ago. Um, if you want to scroll through the archives of my videos or podcasts, you can find my first review of The Wheel of Time and hear what I thought. Um, short answer, um, I uh, the first book I thought was a little generic. Um, generic fantasy tropes and things like that, just the beginning of a quest. Second and third books have been more interesting. I still think I like the second one more than the third one. Um, my brother is really into the series, and so are a number of friends, but my brother especially, and he says the second one was one of his favorites, so even though I wasn't drawn in by the first one, I was like, okay, let me at least give the second one a try. And I, did, I did like that one a lot. Third one I'm still liking. Um, no, I, I think I think the second one is my favorite of the ones I've read. I know there's like 14 of them, and I haven't gotten to all of them, and I, I'm not sure if, if or when I will um, at this rate, but um, I'll do my best. I'm, I'm interested enough to keep reading. I want to read at least through number four, and then we'll see, you know, it, how things are going. But um, that's kind of the plan right now. So um, the interesting thing about this one is it's... Um, you know, this this book is an ensemble cast. I mean, there's one main character in the series, and and kind of, and he's the Dragon Reborn, as the title says. Um, and you know, there's obviously support supporting characters, but um, the main character Rand is barely in this one at all. I actually knew that already because my brother told me about it. And, um, he's like, the weird thing about that one is is Rand's barely in it. Um, so this, so he's at, he's at the beginning. And I'm told he comes back in the end, haven't quite gotten to that part yet, and does some some significant stuff, haven't quite gotten to that part yet. Um, but I'm, I'm told there's, um, you know, he, he comes back at the end, but there's a large sections in the middle 
that he's not in um, because it focuses on the, on the other characters. And then I guess you kind of need to do that, do that sometimes if you have an ensemble cast. Um, if you've watched the TV show that was on Amazon Prime last year, or if you even vaguely know who the characters are, there's you know there, there's there's the five of them who set out from um, from their village at first. Um, there's three young men and two young women. Um, one of the young men being Rand. And of course, uh, Moiraine, he's, she's a magic user, um, and so she, she's like the mentor figure. But of the five young people, um, Rand is not in this one that much, and it focuses largely on his other four, um, his friends Matt and Perrin, and um, the, the girls Egwene and Nina Eve um, focuses more on them. So I think there's some good things and some bad things about that that we can um, take to, to apply to our writing. Good things... Um, it gives you a chance to develop your, your minor characters. So if you ever have, have, a, have a chance like this and you have an ensemble cast, like I know a lot of us do, I do, um, a lot of us who are trying to write epic fantasy or sci-fi, you know, these these, these grand quest adventure things, um, we tend to do an ensemble cast now. It's just kind of uh, maybe what we've been raised on or the culture we're in. Um, if you have something like that, then um, it can be good to get away from your main character for a while and really get the chance to develop those other characters. So, um about half of this, maybe, maybe it's been a little more than half, but like some of it was focused on Perrin and his group. Um, Rand was with him at the beginning, and then he ran off somewhere to do unknown things because he is a dragon reborn or the chosen one, and so he has this great destiny to fulfill. So he's run off, and the others are trying to find him. Um, so some there are chapters from Perrin's perspective. Then the girls, um, Edwina and Eve, are trained to become a Sedai, which is the magic users, and there are, there's drama and intrigue that goes on within within that world, and so there are several chapters that focus on them, and then Matt, who is Rand's best friend, um, at least he was, you know, when they set out from from their village, um, things with a lot of, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of dynamics have changed over, over this course of these last three books, but um, Matt, if, um, from the second book, he was um, very ill with a magic kind of um, curse infection, but they are able to heal him. Spoilers, sorry, but, but they heal him, and then by the middle of the book, he's mostly back to normal, it seems. Uh, maybe even better than normal. So, um, he, so part of the book follows him, too. So there's like these two or three different groups who are, the book is following, and again, mostly not Rand um, until maybe the end of this book again. Um, so it really does give you a chance to develop those side characters. So if you have a, a cast of like four or five main characters, like I do, like some of us do, um, I think that's a good thing. I mean, you know, not all of us can do that in 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 our first book or two. I mean, I mean, some of us are just trying trying to get the first book published, and there's you know there's only so much you can do with word count, which is what I want to run into. I wanted to develop every single character and give their backstories and everything, and my book was way too long. But I guess if you have a 14-book series where all of the, you know, 14 books of this length, then I guess you have time to develop the side characters pretty thoroughly. Um, so, yeah, there's, um, like, I, I, I get the feeling that I know these characters better now. I mean, I, mean, I, I knew who they were. Watching the show helped me, too, um, to know who each one was. But, you know, they each had their own distinct personalities. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe in the first book I didn't quite know them as well yet or I didn't quite feel like that. Um, but now I do. Like, like, like now, now I feel like I, I know Matt, I know Perrin, and Egwene and Nynaeve, and the kind of things they do. And after spending, you know, book two and you know, especially especially book three with them, um, without Rand, I'm like these, you know, these, these are all that fleshed out into their own characters, and that's that's cool. So, um, you know, def definitely that that kind of thing gives you a chance to develop your own characters, um, to develop your side characters away from the main character. If you have a chance like that, and you were able to do it. 
without you know giving too 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 much word count to them, then go for it. I do I do think it's unusual to have the main character um, absent for so long, but I mean it's not unheard of. I'm thinking of you know shows these days um, that that go on a long time. Like I, I watch Walking Dead and a few of the Walking Dead, and they those are definitely turned into ensemble cast shows, and sometimes. There, we, we might not see the main character for a few episodes because some of the episodes focus on other characters, and that's just how some shows go these days. Um, so there you go. I'd say the downside here um, is that um, this one doesn't seem to have a main plot that I can tell. I mean, yes, I know, I know the whole series has a large plot it's moving toward, um, but this one has two or three subplots that are kind of intersecting and coalescing together. And I think just just from a, from what what my brother has told me in vague terms, I think it might come together again on the end of the book, but so far it hasn't. So it's just it's six hundred pages of kind of they are each of their own adventures, but I'm not sure what the, quite what the main plot is. Um, book two was the Great Hunt, so that even that one had a main plot, like they were hunting for the Horn of Valer, which is this magical mystical artifact, and that was, I mean, there were other, other things going on, that was the main plot, so, um, book two had that, book three does not really have a central plot, some people are deterred, are deterred or put off by that, I think in our, in our world of these long multi-volume epics with ensemble casts, I think some of us are a little more used to that, we can handle that. But um, some people may, may not like that. Some people, some readers may not stick with it. So just be advised of that. So the upsides, you might have, um, you know, if, if you have a chance to develop your minor characters, great, do it. Give them their own adventures, give them their own side quests. If it serves the ultimate purpose of the story, um, be, be aware that it might take away some some things from the the um, from the from from the main plot to some readers might some readers might think that but yeah overall enjoyable book um and enjoyable series i'm enjoying it enough to want to read more and i hope to keep to continue this and keep learning from it so there's your tips these days develop your minor characters but trying to lose the plot in the meantime happy reading happy writing happy christmas new years and everything and i will see you guys later thanks for watching